As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The volume. There's so much to be thankful for over the holiday weekend. Friends and family food and football, especially NFL. New customers at DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app. Full weekend of action. Full week of action. Right now, five bucks. New customers can bet just five bucks on the NFL to score 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets. You bet five, you get 150. Money lines, props, live bets, and so much more. No matter your appetite, there is something for you at DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. The code is Colin, C-O-L-I-N. New customers bet five bucks on the NFL and get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. The code is always Colin, C-O-L-I-N. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available. For problem gambling, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, KS, licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus age, varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. So last time we were together, Nick, we had this thing where I said, if you could change one thing in sports, what would it be? Oh, yeah. Because I think both of us, uh, we love sports and we think about yeah. new ways to improve it. So Last I, night's Chiefs-Eagles result. This. That's the, <laughs> that doesn't that's count. the, that's the answer. <laughs> All right, sorry. But I thought about this because we both love the NBA and um, I was thinking that the NBA over the last 20 years has lost some audience, although they picked it up on streaming and there's so many platforms now, younger people watch it differently than, you know, linear sure. TV and all that stuff. So the, the losses I think are overstated. It's still incredibly valuable, pulls me in, pulls my friends and all my friends of my age still got their teams. But I thought about this, it, it, it could help. So it's, uh, it takes a long time to become an icon. I would argue LeBron was not a true global icon until he was humiliated in Miami and then came back and won his first. And that was really this, this crescendo it had built to. He was well-known. He was most talented. Yeah, I agree with that. 
it was when he he joined the stars, he lost and was humiliated, was the NBA's villain. Everybody loves a villain. And then he won the following year, he's crying. It's like, okay, now he's global. Now he's Nikon. So it takes a long time, even if you're the best. Yep. Even and then almost the got best, to a different it, level when he did it in Cleveland. He absolutely did get to it. And that was a level. whole different thing. Yep. And so I thought, so what the NBA has always been was when it has its stars who even Magic Bird take a while to become iconic. Steph, Steph wasn't iconic when he won no. his first title pre-KD. No. He wasn't. Steph, um, maybe, honestly, sorry to interrupt. I, 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 you yeah. could argue Steph yeah. wasn't truly iconic until the last ring. He was, he was, he was going to be, I would argue, the 73 win season. And then because it yeah. ended the way it did, and then he didn't reach the mountaintop again, or, or that when he did reach the mountaintop again, it was alongside a guy of equal stature that like maybe he already was iconic, but he, Steph, what really cemented Steph in a different way was the the title post KD when which by the way yes. if anyone's been watching Jordan Poole lately Steph gets his ring I you know what I know I'm a LeBron guy <laughs> Steph has five rings now Jordan Poole has zero Steph has his and Jordan Poole's he has five rings but go ahead sorry you were you were doing something. yeah that's been a mess so I was thinking leagues do better when they have especially star driven leagues the en English Premier League the NBA when they have iconic stars I think the NBA. And owners would have to sign off on this because short term they'd make less money. Is that if LeBron LeBron James could win a title this year, if he had a three-game first round series, a three-game second, a five-game conference, and a seven-game finals. When you ask LeBron to have a seven-gamer in his team, it's hard to sweep even crappy yep. teams. So LeBron can't give you 20 great postseason games. He could give you 11. Sure. He could give you 11. And when I watched LeBron the other night in what was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen against Dylan Brooks, where he was easily the best player on the floor and virtually unstoppable. And I'm like, oh, he can still do that. He cannot do it 11. He cannot do it 21 times in the postseason. Is that if you pulled back and people say, well, what if stars would lose? Well, Stars lose in March Madness. March Madness gets exceptional ratings because there's sudden death. Is that you went to a three-game series and another three, the best players would still win. You'd you'd start with two games, home floor, whatever you had to do. Um, it would ensure that your biggest stars, as they age, had a greater chance in singular games to be amazing. Injuries happen as you get older. Lethargy. Yeah. You, you lose energy. And I thought to myself, the NBA should, and I think Daryl Morey has discussed this, should share a, a page from March Madness. I mean, March Madness, the quality of college basketball is awful, but March Madness gets big numbers on guys yeah. that can't play at a high level because of the urgency. So my takeaway is the NBA should consider shortening the series dramatically to elevate not just the urgency, but to extend LeBron, well, Steph, great old so, players to win and titles. And we are, th there's a funny thing. So I don't dislike that idea at all. There is also a funny thing that is happening because of what LeBron's doing right now. People don't, no one is making the point what Steph and KD are doing. 
is damn near unprecedented at their age because a guy so much older than them is doing what LeBron's doing. Steph is 35. He might be the best he's ever been. KD is 35. <laughs> he he is not quite the best he's ever been, but still the most reliable, best player on that team. The only reason the Suns have a real chance is because he's there, obviously, alongside Devin Booker when Booker's able to play, which is not. Those guys are not, it is not normal for those guys. I mean, Michael Jordan was 36 in his last game. With the, was he 36 or 35 in his last game with the Chicago Bulls? He was, but the, but again, like, those co- things, people don't believe this when I say it. I'm gonna. I want to make sure I get it exactly right. Kobe Bryant in was born in August of '78. So the reason I'm saying that is this. And again, keep in mind the context of uh of how old Steph and KD are. So he was born in August of '78. Kobe Bryant, the last playoff game he ever played, the last playoff game he ever played was in April of 2012. So Kobe's last playoff game ever, he was 33. Kobe, who we feel like played and was great forever, was 33 (laughs) in his final playoff game. Steph and Durant are unbelievable at 35. LeBron turns 39 in 40 days and is still, there's not six guys in the league Nick, he'd make right now. He'd make All NBA first team yes. this year. Right now, right. That's what I absolutely, absolutely. And so, listen, he is. There are a. There is a very select few guys who have clearly surpassed him. It's Jokic has, Giannis has, and Embiid in the regular season has. I'd rather have thirty nine year old LeBron than Embiid in the postseason. I flatly I think, would. Um, no, but right now, All NBA first team would be Tatum's having a great year. Sure, Jokic. LeBron, probably Luca. Absolutely Luca. And, and then the other Giannis. guard. Yeah, I mean, if you didn't have to do positions, I was going to say Steph would be the other guard. And then, like, yeah, the Giannis has to be on there as well. So maybe somebody the point is he's one of the guys. He's at that age, he's still one of the guys. And because he's doing it at this age, I mean, only six other guys ever played in year 21 like the the lebron stuff is and i tweeted about it that dylan brooks night i was like we are just he had back-to-back around 35 point games on crazy high efficiency incredible and i'm like man lebron if we were to be like hey year 20 or later show me any player the best 30 games in NBA history. LeBron's got like 26 of them now. The the and last year so last year the oldest player in the league was Yadonis Haslam who was a coach who they just left on the roster. LeBron is not like you know almost or whatever. he's literally now that Iguodala retired he's literally the oldest player in the league. The oldest player, and I understand, I think the other thing that made us maybe a little numb to it, even though it's a different sport, is what Brady did, which is totally yeah. remarkable. And Brady is, it, what he did, There's it's unimpeachable. It also feels to me different in that because he was a quarterback, 
the athleticism being an old guy, if you could stay upright, is totally different. Yeah. LeBron is doing fucking, pardon me, chase down blocks. He is bullying <laughs> Dylan Brooks. He like It was a big deal that Alpern Shingun, who's a hell of a player, muscled LeBron off the block for the game-tying uh, shot. And I thought, I'm like, Shingun is a guy who's 22, who people are like, he's a future all-star, and everyone's amazed that he was able to out-muscle the oldest player in the league. It's just, and I don't, I yeah, you can get hurt, you can get dinged up. I, I People, this is one of those things people will clip and meme me for and make fun of me for, but I don't care. I just don't think he'll ever be bad. I don't see what he might. He's not always going to be this, but I don't see a scenario where he plays and he's bad. Like all the other legends, Jordan wasn't to be fair. Jordan was never bad. Uh, He was inefficient at the end with the wizards. Wasn't great, but he wasn't bad. Kobe at the end, rest his soul was bad. Dirk at the end was bad. Like most of the guys who played at the end, KG at the end was Jabbar was had bad posture. Yeah, he yeah. was slumbering down Jabbar the floor. Jabbar was still really good almost to the end, but at the very end, was bad. Yeah. I Yeah. I don't... Is, I, I can't... If, if he's this at 39 in year 21, even if he falls off by 50... I, I, I don't know. I, I think he could just keep playing, and I don't think he'll be bad. I just don't think he'll ever be bad. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team that cool. like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of the never, Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, <laughs> see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, 
even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I've never said anything I don't believe, but I do believe in being theatrical. I am a performer, That's exactly right? right? Um, and when I did the hat on backwards stuff, I believed it. I liked keep bringing it up because I thought it was so obnoxious and funny because we've all put our hat on backwards right. cleaning the garage or hitting a golf ball. Like we've all done it. But I leaned into it, but I truly believed it that if you stand at the podium on Wednesday, um, that it does matter. You have the bank behind you, Citibank for the Baltimore Ravens. What you say and how you say it matters. It's why if a CEO goes on MSNBC and looks drunk or tired, the stock price goes down. Like it matters. You're the face of the franchise. I'm going to make the argument that in the history of the league, Jalen Hurts is the single best podium quarterback I have ever seen. Go watch the tape last night. Pretty good, He man. is so insanely articulate, so succinct, so, um, the word's almost manicured. I mean, I watched him. I'm like, I've never looked that good. No, that's, that. and by the way, you, it's incredible. It's incredible. And then people, people, it's incredible. People make, make fun of me. He is so good at the podium. I, if I own the Eagles, I am like, that's my face of the franchise. He is so buttoned up, so on point, so, so giving confident of respectful. Just in, I, 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 in it, I've never seen even Brady had days where he looked like a disheveled yeah. or I've never he, seen. I, I totally it, I, agree by the way, with this. and it matters. It matters. It oh, absolutely it matters. One hundred percent matters. And you know, it's so Colin. We this came up actually in the commercial break of our show today because it, in. We played sound from Hertz and we played sound from Mahomes. And during the one of the commercial breaks, Wild said he was like, Mahomes is one of the only quarterbacks in the league that after this stretch for his team, when Mahomes was like, I believe in these receivers, we will get it right. Where he was like, I totally believe him. Like that what Mahomes is, Mahomes believes he will fix this. And then with Hertz, every time Hertz talks, we're like, well, that was perfect. You, the, the perfect. perfect. And you, 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 one of your old bits that actually was used as an FS1 commercial was the quarterback face thing that the better looking kid gets more snaps and then it leads to all these things. Um, them being the quarterback, him being good looking helps matters. It, it matters. Oh, there's this no goes back question. to the charisma thing I was saying about the movie stars and. If people think we're overstating it, the flip side is go watch Mac Jones at the podium. You know, oh my God. He doesn't, he, it's not that he thinks his team is no good or whatever. He is questioning, am I any good? And it, yes. it, it is oozing out of him, just absolutely oozing out of him. So, like Jalen, I think Jalen, I didn't actually. Uh, hear this take on your show today because I didn't consume any of your show today except for the part I was on because I was in mourning from my Chiefs. Um, but I, I think Jalen. I don't want to. 
I don't want to say he's getting a pass this year because he's not playing poorly, so he doesn't need a pass. Right. But Jalen, in my yeah. opinion, and maybe it's because his knee is hurt, despite the Eagles being 9-1, and one, his play has taken a hit from where it was last season. And I truly believe one of the reasons, in a world where we criticize everyone, especially quarterbacks, there is almost no Jalen Hurts criticism is because everyone respects him so much and looks at him and is like, yes, oh, I believe in him. I, saw, I believe in that kid. Uh, I saw a video of him and I tried to stay off X, but I saw a video of him with, I think, a date or a girlfriend. She was gorgeous. And I looked at him and I was like, that guy, he looked, if you told me, um, Oh, he's running. He's a, a CEO. Tonight is a foundation dinner. He looked so. You'd believe it. Professional. Yeah. It was a date. And I got to tell you, I, and, and, I, and I've said this, there are certain people uh, that are just better in front of people. I, and I know I got shit for years. It matters that Carson Wentz hat on backwards. Not good enough. It's so not the, good the, enough. Listen. I'm glad you said the thing you said off the top, which is we say what we believe. And if we truly believe it, this is, I shouldn't speak for you, for me. I say yeah. what I believe. And if I am steadfast in that belief and it generates a reaction, I really lean into it. If I, you know, yes. if I am, if I am, so in a total non, you know, diff, totally different than the Hertz thing or the hat on backwards thing. I, I know my opinion on Brock Purdy irritates people, but I believe it yeah. in the marrow of my bones. Yes. So I yes. talk about it probably more often than I would have to, because it, to me, it threads the needle of it's topical. I yes. deeply believe it and generates reaction. Um, the, the thing, what I found so interesting about, not to rehash shit from eight years ago, however long it was, but the blowback to your backwards hat thing, as you put it, is every single person to varying degrees agrees with you. Not to like, not on the specific necessary trigger of a backwards hat. But the point of, if you are the face of my franchise, running my company, the forward-facing guy, how you present yourself not only matters, but tells me about how much I can trust you. That is a universally accepted tenet of life. And whether or not people actually thought a backwards hat was actually, actually these days, Colin, it's like a pinky ring. It's fine. Like whatever. That wasn't the point, but there, there's a lot of the, let me ask yeah. you this. If I was hiring Logan Swain runs the volume, Logan retires or Logan moves on. Logan makes a great living from me. If you were interviewing for that job, which pays a lot of money, would you show up with a hat on backwards for the interview? Well, so even if you push back on it, you know, that's deep what I'm down, saying, you know, deep correct. the and the it is. So I don't the and I don't actually even think the specifics matter because the, the backwards hat could also be 
uh, ripped jeans or like in that in that instance, that specific instance of I'm showing up to a job interview or uh, like I thought personally that, you know, so Cam Newton, I thought unfairly caught shit for his fashion sense. And the reason I thought it was unfair is uh, he clearly put a lot of thought into it. You can't, I, I wouldn't, ju- I, I'm not, like, Philip Rivers wore a bolo tie, nobody cared. Cam's wearing a, a feather boa, you might say he's a little eccentric, whatever it is, but it wasn't haphazard yeah. to throw together. The Carson Wentz stuff, it's like, oh, that seems haphazard. That seems... Absolutely. The, the, it bothered a me a lot. When I saw Carson Wentz once with a hat backwards, I'm like, you're mailing in. So you have no respect for the bank behind you, the owner, the coach. You are mailing it in. This isn't a duck hunting trip. But and don't, where don't you give me were this... and where on the wins thing, again, I can't believe we're talking about this. This is funny. Um, like ultimately vindicated, in my opinion, is that picture that he allowed to be taken of him practicing with the four different teams he's been on wearing. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, you don't get it, buddy. Like, people see that. I think teams see that and are, they obviously know you played for those teams. But there is to me an instant reaction of, oh, what do all those teams have in common? They all had you in the building and couldn't wait to get you out of it. And like that, yeah. and it's almost, and you don't get that that is actually something working against you. You know what I mean? You don't understand that that is, uh, a negative for you. Like I, I do think you know, one of the things you used to say, maybe you still do, but you say all the time and I'm going to butcher it, but that the, the shorthand version of it is there's get it guys and don't get it guys. I don't know what you, what you actually, I used to always say people that don't get it, don't get, they don't exactly get it. right. That's exactly right. And there are certain, I believe things that have nothing to do with race, wealth, class, anything. It's purely, do you understand wherever you're at, the environment that you're in, and what that calls for? And are you able to, in those environments, adjust anything up to and including how loudly you speak, do you or do you not curse how you present yourself? Those things are, to me, very telling traits of people. And if I, you know, I haven't got, I mean, I can't even imagine like being on a date, but because I've been married for so long, even though I'm actually getting married. Um, uh, the, if, if, if when you would, were first meeting someone, and they, you happen to be like in an elevator with an elderly person. I know this sounds ridiculous, but just follow me. And they casually dropped like uh, either talked something sexual or dropped an F-bomb with like an old yeah. lady standing there. I'd be like, oh, you don't get it. Like, oh, you yeah, don't, yeah. you don't understand your environment about that. Th- there's just certain things right or wrong that just everybody who gets it knows well you don't do that you don't like you know what i mean the first time you meet someone comment on you know make you know, there's just certain things 
And I think your that was the point I believe I always believed you were making about the backwards hats, which became a really a symbol for are you going to represent me and my company the way I want you to represent me? And to circle back to Jalen Hurts, I think he is, you said he's the best ever. He's certainly the best in the league. He's the best in the league. And I can't think of someone who was better at it. I think that is totally correct. Totally correct. Yeah. And by the way, let me, maybe this is a bridge too far, but do you think it's coincidental that he understands time and place so well off field? He's also situationally not only one of the great chess pieces we've ever had at quarterback, he's a marvelous situational quarterback. He doesn't throw the prettiest ball. He's not nope. the fastest. Situationally, he's brilliant. So, he, it, it transcends. So what I think. Off field on, he gets So it. what I'm most impressed by Jalen is Jalen, and I don't know, uh, you know, about his high school career, but he ended up being the starting quarterback at Alabama. So I imagine he was pretty awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. And that shit went left on him. Just flatly did in really the most publicly embarrassing way possible. Whether he, he didn't seem to view it that way at the time, but a lot of people did that like, oh, that was the worst. That's kind of the worst case scenario. You're at Alabama. You're the starting quarterback. They consider you kind of the weak link. You get benched, and then the guy who comes in throws the game-winning touchdown. It's like, oh, you're out? Like, that's kind of sucks. He, and maybe this is credit to the people around him. I don't know who's around him, or maybe it's just his own intuition. I don't know. He took all that information and had a lot of options. I can fight my way out of here. I can stay. I can quit. I can raise stink. And he, I think, selflessly maybe for the team, but also selfish, not in a bad way, what was best for him was, no, I'll stay. I'll stay and show that I'm available. That's what's best for me and my career. And then after I do that, and everyone, I have now universal approval. Everyone is like, what and it got to come on the field if I remember correctly and helped him out when Tua got hurt, you know, did that stuff. Then he's like, all right, what what's the smartest move next? Let me go play for someone that could accentuate that I can throw because that's what everybody doubts. Yep. Okay, let me go do that. And then once he does that and he gets his shot in the NFL, okay. What is the way for me to show these guys that I am valuable, the real deal, all of it? Well, one thing is, and again, I don't know him at all, so maybe I'm assigning things to him, but these, this is what happened as far as the timeline of it. Well, they had drafted a quarterback super high who they got rid of because everybody hated him, in part. There's other reasons. So let me be ultimate guy, leader, forward-facing guy. And when it comes to how I play, my style will be, what do you need? What do you need? You want me to get beat up the way a quarterback really doesn't get beat up? You want to design a signature play that the strategy behind it is 17 of the 22 people on the field hit me from different angles? I will not complain. (laughs) 
And guess what? It led to a second round pick who got benched in college to having a quarter of a billion dollar contract and the entire football world respecting it. So that's like, that's not coincidence, man. That is not it. And that is a level of forethought and intellect that we don't typically assign to athletes. Like, no, this wasn't happenstance or chance. It was there are like Josh Allen, Mahomes. I happen to think Mahomes is actually incredibly, incredibly bright. I think Josh maybe gets in his own head too much, but those guys, their raw physical ability, as long as they were given a chance to show it, it was going to, it wasn't going to go super left on them at all. Like, even with Josh, he had two terrible years with not a lot of help, all those things. He was so physically gifted. He was going to be able to show it. There were, Colin, there were 10 different forks in the road where Jalen Hurts never starts a single game at quarterback in the NFL. Never a single yep. game. And he just kept choosing correctly. Yeah, I'm I'm impressed by the kid. It's going to be so sad when the yeah, Chiefs beat him in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I find him so easy to root for. There's just have you ever I just, interviewed when I, him? When I watch, I haven't. I I just I mean again, I try to. I always see myself as the judge, fans of the jury. Uh, you know, the the sports figures are the prosecuting attorney and the DA, right? Like I'm the judge. I find it impossible not to root for Jalen Hurts. Impossible. You should send I this. I would I have, like because here's the one thing. I don't think I've obviously not during the season. I would. Just the more I think about it, like, I don't think I've seen like a long form sit down 40, like in the world of podcasts and, you know, where you can do these things. I don't know if I've seen like a 45 minute conversation with Jalen Hurts. I'd be interested, you know what I mean? It's like, that's something, that's a guy I'd be interested in because I would also be interested in like, those guys, I always wonder. My favorite question, it's a cliche question. I didn't come up with it. But like, what age did you know you were special? Like, at what age were you like, oh, like, not only could I, you know, be a great athlete, but I can be a pro athlete. Like, at what age and how early were you like trying to like plan for this life? You know what I mean? Like making decisions and route to it because he seems like a planner. He seems like someone that had it very meticulously laid out because it wasn't going to be given to him because physically and skill set wise, he's a tweener. You know, Jalen Hurts is like a tweener on a lot of these things. There's no question that he fell to the second just on just on size, you know, stature. That leads me. We'll close with this. That leads me to. something I've talked about with people before, people talk about the greatest quality of successful people. And I absolutely believe without a shadow of a doubt, it's resilience. And my example is always Michael Jordan. So Michael Jordan was arguably the best looking player. Bobby Knight said he was the best basketball player he'd ever before seen. Before he played Knight's in the NBA. Carried yep. weight. Most stylish, most clutch, most gifted. And people knew it instantly in the NBA. And yet, when you watch that documentary, it was a, sh- he had to fight with his owner, fight with his GM. And I, I've told my kids that. He literally was the most stylish, the greatest talent, 
uh, strong family, completely formidable, winning. Even after three, he's like, I- I'm going to go to baseball. <laughs> it's too much. The GM and him battled. Um, the, the, the owner, Reinsdorf, it was a horrible one-sided contract. And, I, and, and then at the end, in Washington, the fight Jordan had to get ownership, just the nonsense he dealt with. And I tell people this all the time. Look how hard it was for Michael. Literally, the, the basketball gods gave him the hand size. I mean, just perfect facial symmetry, style, great sense of humor, cool. I mean, like, not all basketball players that are good are cool. Sure. Jordan was, yeah, I said this the other day. LeBron may be better to many people. Michael made me feel a certain way. Sure. LeBron doesn't. Michael made me feel something. That's what great politicians do. And yet Michael battled. That's why he retired early. That's why he retired twice, three times. He battled. And I think Jalen Hurts is a great example of this, but we can talk more. Jordan is that, I mean, God, Jokic, second round, Giannis, late developer, Steph Curry, too small, Davidson. I don't think we realize Peyton Manning is one of the only five-star, number one high school, number one college, number one pick great. I mean, it is a list of about three human beings. Peyton, it doesn't Peyton work LeBron. I, mean, I think there's a few hockey players who I don't know. Tiger, uh, Harper. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's like six people. Is that resilience is really the key to it. Are you thick-skinned? Do you use that jet fuel, that chip to elevate you, not corrode your talent? And I think... That's that's what Hertz has, and, so, and it's what Jordan really uh, it embodies. That even if you get the gifts, that's how so. Hard let it me is. ask you the. Let me just like as you said as we're closing. Let me give you a. I don't want to say a counterpoint, but maybe an addendum to that. Yeah. Resilience and slash or. Uh. never being satisfied like what i think in almost any industry separates the good from the great are the best people i've ever met in anything are always focused on what they are striving for still at this point and the people who maybe could have been in that area are the people who actually reach a finish line and say, made it. And that to me is the, that to me is the, and by the way, the people who take a deep breath and say made it might be happier. They might be, you know what I mean? That might be better in a lot of ways. I don't know. But the, the and I know I, I I put you in a weird spot sometimes. I don't mean to, but where I use you as an example on things. But this this enterprise is an example, to be honest, of what I'm talking about. Like the you you reached, I believe, the pinnacle. You, you don't have to say it, but certainly the pinnacle adjacent of the profession of what you've done, dedicated your life to, and you didn't say, fucking look at me. You said, what, 
okay, if I've reached this pinnacle, let me create, let me do see what's next. You created a company, you're trying to do that. And my guess is if at one point, you know, you moved on from the volume or whatever, there'd be a different thing. I don't know what it would be, a real estate magnate or something, but whatever it is. I I yeah. think it, I think LeBron, LeBron, it's not only that he's still playing, it's that he has made it very clear. Yeah, and then I want to own a team. And by the way, yeah. I don't think he's going to be hands off. I think that, you know, whether he will admit this or not, I, I think somewhere in LeBron's psyche is, well, if people think like me and Jordan are a coin flip, does it break the tie if I'm an owner that wins championships and he was the worst ever? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, do I, the, and sure. so magic, uh, you know, one of the greatest players in the history of the league, one of the most famous people ever. I beat a disease that at the time no one did not satisfied. How about I become, you know, a billionaire off business. So many of like these, the, these folks, it is, and that is to me like a, it's almost self-filling prophecy. It's why they became them because they had that in them from the beginning. It's why that the, the the almost pathological need to always be yeah. attempting to accomplish a goal is yeah. what distinguishes and to your point about resilience being able to overcome all the bullshit that comes in your way and not and this is the last point I'll make and not even when it would be legitimate to say ever uh allow yourself to believe oh uh, it wasn't meant to be you know what i mean like nope it it has to be meant to be well martin scorsese is still still to this minute looking for the perfect script trying to make movies is that it's it's the irishman was not the final one no is that he's moved by the art. He's challenged by making the perfect scene of the perfect movie. Like I I told, um, it, it was one, my ex-wife who I, we get along with fine. It's it's yeah. pleasant. At one time she said to me, uh, she was a really good triathlete, just a, a college basketball player, good athlete. And she said, you know, with my career, cause we'd moved, she said, when is it enough for you? And I, and I said, when do you stop running? All right. I said, this is in my blood. I will talk until forever. I die. And this is, I don't know the platform. Yeah. This is, uh, this is, and then, and then we, we should leave because we're talking too long. But when Colin says he'll talk, this is my favorite story to tell about you. And I don't know if you know, I <laughs> oh, tell Jesus. it, but there, it doesn't happen so much any pre volume before you add the volume. Yeah. I, and it was the first couple of years I lived in New York. I, you know, I would get off the air and your show was the sh two shows after mine. Cause I was in the mornings, yeah. then skip was on, uh, with Shannon and then you were on. And so I would get off the air and I would eat and I'd take a nap. That was like basically every single day. And I'd take a nap right around the time your show started. So I wouldn't always know if you were on or off the air, except I did know because like clockwork, if you had 
a day off, not because you were going out of town, but because you were preempted, I got a phone call and you didn't even say hi. You just launched into a take because there was something in you. It would be like, I, it would be like, oh, Colin must not be on the air today. And I'd answer. And you'd be like, so here's the thing. And you would just go. <laughs> and I was like, that's, but that's why he's Colin Coward because he had this, this thing in him. He knew I would be a, a rapt audience. And those phone calls, I don't know if you remember them, but I remember them vividly. They weren't conversations, they were just us kind of like a tennis like like tennis partners yeah. batting takes back at each other you would sit, give me a take i would give you one back we'd go back and forth and then and then it'd be like all right talk to you later and i was like okay he got it out of his system i was like that's why he's Colin <laughs> coward that's true <laughs> my wife sometimes you know it doesn't happen much anymore i'll tell the story with some therapy down the road that we we several years ago we had hit a really neat place but um, we don't argue much. We laugh a lot. But she uh, occasionally, you know, once, twice a year, we'll get into it. And she'll go, I'm not a caller on your oh show. Oh, my God. So hold up. Maybe this will happen at the wedding. I don't know. Maybe we'll come to L.A. My wife, and then we do have to go because now we're talking about our wives or two cocktails and it's too much. Um, my, she, my wife, when we argue, and it's, you know, it's not a lot, but it's more than twice a year, says, and I quote. I'm not Bruce Hart. Like, I'm not. Like, <laughs> and I quote, she's like, you want to argue. I don't. You argue for a living. I don't want to. She was like, you just want it. Like, you're not on TV. I'm not your co-host. Like, that is so, yeah, I'm not a caller. That is Anne and Danielle. I guarantee if they got in a room without the two of us, they're just to talk. They would have the same stories just from different vantage points. It's unbelievable. That's great. Yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't suffer fools. There's no bullshit <laughs> no, with either no, of them at all. Absolutely. I love you, man. We'll we'll do this again very soon. The volume. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.